I never realized if it had that higher notes in there until I got there. But as I was reading those notes, can you imagine the night that Jesus was born and being able to, wouldn't it have been something to be there and be invited just to come in the door of the Lord Himself? It must have been something really had. Tonight I just want to bring your attention to Luke chapter 1. If you'll turn there with me, please. And Luke chapter 1. And uh, I was just reminding myself today as I was looking over my notes and studying this. uh, I love this time of year studying the Bible because it's centered around the Lord. And uh, I enjoy reading about His birth. I can't even fathom it. I've tried to over the years. God in flesh. But it's the truth. And uh, and I've always tried, especially last year was one of the greatest times with our family. Uh, I guess, I don't know how many, 26, 28 of us in our living room. And they all gathered around and somebody said, Paul, I was going to do it anyhow. But they said, Paul, right in the middle of everything, they said, Paul, would you read the second chapter of Luke, the Christmas story to us? And it got quite as a, it could be in there. And, and I just read it to us and we had a great time around the, the Word of God. And I try every year to spend most of my time in chapter 2 of Luke. But tonight, I want to look at chapter 1 because I, I got a real blessing out of this. In Luke chapter 1, I'm beginning to read in verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And then you came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the high shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Father, we get excited every time we read this story. We, we don't understand in human reason how these things could be. 
But we know they happen. And we know the power of God can do anything. And Father, I pray tonight that you'll help us to remember these things and rehearse them in our loved ones' ears through these hours and days ahead of us now as we celebrate the birth of your Son and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless us, we pray tonight now. And everyone has come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was going to the man I was talking to, a young man, in fact. He was talking to me about this. He, he asked me a question the other day. He said that to a virgin, a spouse, to a man whose name was Joseph, he said, Preacher, what does that word spouse means?" And I said, it's the same thing as engaged. Uh, that uh, when you get engaged, in other words, they hadn't come together yet, and uh, but they was a spouse to one another. They were given to one another, and that's how they did it in the, the Oriental days. Now, going back and reading, I've come to learn so much about uh, the Savior's birth from Luke chapter 1. The greatest event this world has ever witnessed is recorded here. That's the incarnation or birth of our Savior Jesus Christ. Now, God becoming human flesh, the greatest miracle of all time and eternity, like I said before, there are some great truths that we can learn here. Number one, Jesus' lowly birth. In 2 Corinthians <clears throat> chapter 8, verse 9, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Can you imagine God Almighty condescending to a little Jewish maiden to be born? Uh, now think of all the people in the universe that uh, God could have chose to be born in, and yet God chose a little Jewish maiden. And now uh, the thing called that men don't understand that God uses strange things to get his job done. Romans chapter 12 or 16 says, Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. I thank God that He seemed fit to use me, and I, I mean this. I was watching our children today and uh, stumbling through some of the songs and some of the things that they were saying, and I said, you know what? That's a tremendous little program they're putting on and a tremendous start. And some of these little kids, they'll remember that the rest of their life that they had the opportunity to stand here. And Mom and Daddy is, I'll never forget it, you know. Uh, that was the beginning of something. And it can be, and life-changing. What happened here today can be life-changing in these parents' and the children's lives. And I think about that a great deal. <clears throat> I think about when God called me to preach, and I said, now, Lord, I can't do it. And, uh, in fact, I started a church with my former pastor simply because I knew God had called me to start that church by myself. And I said, I can't do it. And I called him, and he came down and started it with me and pastored that church. And I was an associate pastor for a number of years before I started out on my own finally and got in line with the Lord. But I thought about it a many times. Of all the people in the world, God called me to preach. And I had the voice that I got and the language that I used. And I laugh at people talking about, I was in the, uh, the grocery store the other day and, 
And a person in that store said, you got an accent. And I said, no, you got the accent. I'm at home. <laughs> Amen. And uh, But uh, just uh, listen to her. and uh, I, I got thinking about it. But I got in the Bible and I looked and I remember a time that I wanted to study. I wanted to go off to college and uh, learn how to talk and how to rightly study the Bible. And, uh, and Dr. Curtis Hudson was sitting right here one time on the platform with me and I was telling him about it. He said, don't go to college, preacher. It'll ruin you. <laughs> and he was dead serious. He said, God called you just like you are. And I went back and I, I, I come to find out he didn't go. And uh, he was a mailman when God called him to preach. And what a great, simple preacher he became. And I said, well, if God can use him and he has greatly, then I'm going to continue on. Because God used lowly things that we call lowly, and yet God can use them because of His might if you'll turn your body over to Him to be used. And that's the way He did it as a little maiden. Now, number two, the language of the angel Gabriel addresses Mary. Look at verse 28 with me. This, this is very precious. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou that are highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. <clears throat> I went to a friend of mine's funeral with uh, his brother uh, in, in a Catholic church. And I heard him chanting this and going through as they would sit down. And I've never got up and sat down so many times in my life as I did in a, a Catholic church. And my knees were killing me by the time I got out of there. And uh, I, I laughed at uh, they come, they said, now everybody come forward and take the wafer and the wine. And uh, he said, will you go with me, preacher? I said, no, and you ain't going either. He said, what do you mean? Well, he didn't understand. He just got him saved. And uh, anyhow, I, I never will forget how they lifted Mary up in a place of deity. And uh, I said to myself, that ain't right. And But I didn't know how to, to where to find it and how to explain it to people as I wanted to. It's like somebody, I was reading something about the Lord the other day to somebody. They said, well, I declare that's the first time I saw that. Now I can explain that to somebody. And uh, uh, think about this now. Here's the greatest of all the angels in heaven, Gabriel. Yet he called Mary, Hail thou that are highly favored. Again he said, The Lord is with her. Blessed are thou among women. Uh, what I said after I read that, I said, wouldn't that be something to be said of any human being, not just Mary, but every human being? Wouldn't that be something that God would say, Blessed are thou among human beings? Boy, what a thought. Now, of all the people of the world, God chose Mary. Now, truly, she was highly favored, and she was highly blessed. God chose her. Now, the thing I'd like for us to see here is, though, Jesus is not a respecter of persons. Jesus said, Whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and sister and mother. <clears throat> it took me a long time to understand that. But as I read and studied it, I understand that we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. 
when you get saved, you're no different than anybody else in Christ. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen? And we're to be treated alike. Now, we can all be blessed of God, though, if we'll hear God's Word and keep it. Look at Luke chapter 11 with me for just a minute. Luke chapter 11, and look with me beginning in verse 27. And it came to pass, as he spake these things, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bare thee, and the paps which thou hast sucked. But he said, Yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. So he, what Jesus was saying here, Mary was blessed for one simple reason. She heard what God told her to do, and she did it. And the Bible goes on to verse 28, is so important. Yea, rather blessed are ye, blessed are they, they hear the word of God and keep it. Amen. And I do believe this. And what what takes what uh, receives a blessing from God is if you see something in the Word of God and God speaks to your heart about it, then you keep it. You do it, and God will bless you. Notice Mary's testimony in verse forty-six, if you would please. Then answered one of the lawyers uh, in verse forty-six, and he said, "Woe unto you, also, ye lawyers." For you laid men with burdens of grievous to be born, and you yourselves touch not the burden with one of your fingers. Now, uh, let's go back, please, uh, to uh, chapter 1 in verse 46. Then there arose a reason among them, which of them should be the greatest. And Jesus, perceiving the thought of their hearts, took a child and set him by him, and said unto them, Whosoever shall receive this child in my name receiveth me. And whosoever shall receive me receiveth him that sent me. For he that is least among you all, the same shall be great. Now, Mary's testimony, verse 46, and Mary said, Again, my soul doeth magnify the Lord. Now, I wish everyone could get this truth. Every child of God should magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the one thing, uh, when the, the little Ronnie Booth came in my office, he was talking about starting it, or the going big time with the quartet. I sat and talked with him a long time that day in my office, and I said, Ronnie, if you remember one thing, if you'll glorify God in everything you do, God will uplift you. You'll never have it to worry about. He'll lift you up. But if you if you get to the place that you ever get high-minded and the place you're lifting yourself up, you're in trouble. And you'll fall. Now, and notice Mary's question in uh, Luke chapter 1 and verse 46. Uh, uh, verse 34, I'm sorry. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Now, take this verse, if you would, please. I think something we forget how much sometimes the Holy Ghost does in our lives. The Bible tells us the Word was made flesh. A body was prepared for Him. He took part of the flesh and blood. He was made of a woman. 
John 1 verse 14, Hebrews 10, 15, so on. Now, how did all this take place? It was by the working of the Holy Spirit. Note some things the Holy Spirit took part in for us. Jesus died to make atonement for our sins. How did he do it? Hebrews 9 verse 14. Through the eternal Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, he offered himself without spot to God. So the Holy Spirit had as much to do with our salvation as Jesus did. Uh, Jesus rose from the dead for our justification. How did he do it? First Peter 3.18, he was quickened by the Spirit. Jesus supplies our comfort, John 14.17. And we need to honor, what I'm talking about is, we need to honor the Holy Spirit of God as much as the Father and the Son. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all three are God. Amen? And you got to remember that. I, I laughed at uh, Dr. John R. Rice one time. He was preaching and I was there. Uh, he finished the sermon. He was praying, closing the message. And he said, Now, Holy Spirit, will you... And he went on praying to the Holy Spirit. And someone come up in my presence as I was standing there with him. And they said, Dr. Arash, you made a mistake tonight praying in the Holy Spirit's name rather than in Jesus' name. And he quickly responded. That's the reason that Dr. Uh, uh, Brother, uh, man that was preaching when I got saved, told me one time, he said, when you're in the presence of greatness, shut up. Be still. Be quiet. And Dr. Uh, Rice quickly responded to the lady and said, when you know the family, you know all of them. Amen. And uh, so uh, when you know God and the family of God, God the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, uh, God is God, period. Now, notice Mary accepted God's will for her life. Look at verse 38 of chapter 1. Verse 38, And Mary said, Behold, a handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word, and the angel departed from her. Now, for just a second, can you imagine being a young maiden, not married, and you're fixing to have a child? Think about that. In that particular time period, you would be cast out. You'd be kind of, especially in the, in the day's time, it wouldn't be that uh, prevalent in the forefront. But in her time, she'd be cast aside. She'd be an outcast. And yet, she could say, Be it unto me according to thy word. Amen. You know what that tells me? I think sometimes we miss the full meaning of this verse. This was not an easy thing for Mary to do. Yet she said, Thy will be done. I've always believed since I got saved and studied God's Word that nothing accidentally happens to a Christian. I just don't believe it. I believe everything is in the will of God for me. And God, because of Psalms, Psalm says that the the steps of a good man are altered by God. In other words, every step that I take then, God alters it. And God gets me where He wants me to be. And I've always believed that accidents don't happen to a Christian. Good or bad. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, Psalm says. Now, we get upset. We get discouraged. We want to quit on the Lord. 
when everything doesn't go just right. Instead, we need to say with Mary, Behold thy handmaid of the Lord. We belong to the Lord. Then He can do as He pleases with us. Be it unto me according to thy word. I love these words. Listen to this. Because I know Jesus loves me. Number one. And because I know Jesus will take care of me. Number two. And because I know I belong to my Lord. So I know I'll be alright. Doesn't matter what comes and what goes. Do you know what I find this morning, for instance? I, I, I just love to think about today's blessings. And, and it was a blessed day. But those little kids coming over to me as pastor. And, and some of them are getting big now. They're growing. And uh, they come over to me and... Uh, they tell me, I love you, and I, I hold them a minute and I say, I love you too. I want you to always remember, no matter what, there is somebody loves you, and I love you, and the Lord loves you. Now, uh, that'll mean something to those kids in the right time. Now, this is what I'm saying. I don't care what comes in my life, I know the Lord loves me. And therefore, whatever's happening to me, it's not an accident. God's allowing it. So I can relax in it, no matter what it is, because I know He loves me. It's going to be all right. Amen? Now, Mary's humility as a sinner needing a Savior has told us in verse 46 and verse 47. Uh, she's not a deity. And I want you to watch this. Verse 46 and verse 47. And Mary said, My soul do it magnify the Lord. Wait a minute. If she's deity, she don't need the Lord to magnify her soul. Amen? But she is not deity. And that verse proves it. And Mary said, My soul does magnify the Lord. Mine too. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Amen? Notice, God is her Savior too. She recognized that she was a savior, a sinner, and she needed a savior, just like all others. Mary was not, or never will be, deity. There's but one meeting between God and man, and that's the man Christ Jesus. First Timothy two five. Mary knew this and gave glory to Jesus as savior. Lastly, notice the Christian fellowship with Mary and Elizabeth. Look at verse thirty nine. In verse 39 of Luke chapter 1. Let me back up just a little bit. Verse 39. Mary rose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Every time I read that, I think of, I thank God I got saved. But I thank God I got a many a saved Christian that loves me and I love them together. Amen. Amen. And we have fellowship. Every once in a while, somebody called uh, me on the phone. We were just, the other night, for instance, uh, Ronnie called me. And we're always calling one another, but he's like brothers. And uh, called one another. We was on that phone for an hour just talking about how the Lord takes care of us and how good He is. And Ronnie's going through a hard time right now. And yet, he could say that he knew the Lord was going to take care of him. That's fellowship. And we need it. 
We need fellowship with one another. Malachi 3, verse 16, I thank God for the Christian friends I've got today since I met Jesus. And I don't ever take them for granted. I mean it. I thank God for every one of them. And I will never get over that i got Christian friends that I can call and talk to. There's nothing like having a brother or sister in Christ. And if you've got a question in the Bible or you just want to rejoice. I remember when I first got saved, uh, Brother Nam surely thought I was crazy because he was my pastor. And I'd be reading the Bible after I got saved. Now, you got to realize something. I just got saved. I didn't know anything about the Bible. I mean, all I knew was that Jesus loved me and died for me and I took Him as my personal Savior and He saved my soul. Now, I begin to study the Bible and I'd come across something. My heart would get so full of the Word of God and the presence of the Lord. I'd call Brother Nam in the night time. I said, Brother Nam, look at this. And I'd read it to him. Boy, that's good. Yeah, Brother Strong, go back to sleep. <laughs> we had the greatest time. We hunted and fished together and fellowshiped in the Lord together. But you need somebody like that in your life that you can fellowship with one another. Amen. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for each one of you tonight. Go with us on our way home. Watch over our families. Take care of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much.